Hello, everyone. Welcome to Van Chicago Land Stories, the podcast. I'm your host, Pete Castanis. This is episode 123, 123, just like the beginning of the Wilson Pickett song. Uh, and uh, today's date is uh, uh, April 24th, 2022. And today is Easter for me. So uh, to all my Greek friends and family and people that I know, Christos Anesti. Christ is risen, and happy Easter to all all of you, and I'm sure it'll be a beautiful Easter. Uh, today's program, I will talk about the 55th anniversary of the 1967 tornado that hit Oklahoma, Illinois, and it also hit other parts of uh, that state as well, but uh, Oklahoma was hit the hardest, it really was. And uh, also, I will talk about Crown Books. That bookstore, um, a lot of people forgot about that place. And uh, and last time we'll talk about actor Robert Morse. Uh, he was a wonderful actor. I will talk about my memories of him. And uh, he was a very gifted actor, wonderful man. He died at the age of 90. And uh, so we have an interesting show come up. First off, a commercial break. And this program is brought to you by Palmolive Dishwashing Liquid. And this commercial is from 1978, and it features Madge the Manicurist. (laughs) I love those commercials. She was hilarious. So, here we go. Madge, the hand fell off this clock. Ah, You should be so lucky. Oh, what do I try for these? Uh, Try everything and use palm olive dishwashing liquid. It softens your hands while you do the dishes. You're soaking in it. Dishwashing liquid? (laughs) It's palm olive. Mild? More than mild. Makes heaps of suds that last. And like I said, palm olive softens hands while you do the dishes. Madge, I'm cuckoo over palm olive. (laughs) That makes two of you. This episode is brought to you by JLL. Get an insider view into the world of commercial real estate with JLL's podcast, Trends and Insights, the Future of Commercial Real Estate. Whether you're curious about making cities more sustainable, the evolution of office space, or AI opportunities, this podcast will help keep you a step ahead. Tune in for candid conversations with business leaders about the biggest trends impacting how we live, work, and play. Subscribe to Trends and Insights now at jll.com slash podcast. Okay, everyone, I am back. I hope you enjoyed the commercial for Palmolive Liquid. Um, the actress who played Madge the Manicurist, her name was Jan Minor. And uh, she was a very good actress. She was on radio, television, film, stage. She did it all. And uh, But she was well known for that commercial. She really was. Uh, she did a few acting roles on TV, a few in movies, uh, like, for example, uh, in the movies... The Swimmer, um, Endless Love. You know, my brother just saw that movie about a week ago. I didn't even notice she was in there. And uh, the last movie she was in was Mermaid, starring Cher and Winona Ryder in 1990. And she played a mother superior. (laughs) And she did a lot of uh, TV shows, a few. And uh, she died uh, February 15th, 2014. 2004, excuse me, at the age of 86. So her commercials live on. You can find them on YouTube. And uh, also the dishwashing liquid is still around. 
but they come in uh, different uh, types or like lemon, orange, but uh, it used to be green. The, that was the standard one. And uh, she started doing the commercials since the 1960s. So uh, a lot of people who watch uh, television in the 60s, the 70s, the 80s, they remembered her. Okay. Okay. At the beginning of the program, I talked about, uh, yeah, which is Easter today. And um, usually I go to church on Holy Saturday. That's the resurrection. But I'm still not feeling well. So I I decided not to go. It's too much. So um, that's why I'm doing a podcast. Give you time for that, and I have the whole house to myself. So, <laughs> anyway, um, so I t- I'm going to talk about the 50th anniversary of the 1967 Oklahoma tornado, also Robert Moore, Hector Robert Morse, and Crown Books. I will talk about the tornado first. Uh, when this occurred on April 21st, 1967, uh, I was living in the South Shore neighborhood, and I asked before I. Uh, was going to do this story, I asked my mother about her memories of that, and she told me, and this was very interesting. Uh, we were at a restaurant that was on the corner of 75th and Exchange. That's like, uh, there were two of them. One was like in each corner, two of them on the corner, but there was the one that's after the railroad tracks. And it was a nice day, and all of a sudden, it got windy, and the, the sky turned green green gray like that my mom was scared to death and it would get very high and uh it was me my brother and she my mom and uh my mom was pregnant she had my little big brother and he was born in june this happened in april luckily we lived about a block away you know to the apartment so we managed to get through home and it started raining like cats and dogs. It was really hard. And we were drenched. And I don't really remember much of it. And my other brother didn't either. But my mom told me the story. And then we arrived to the apartment to go upstairs. And she put us in the bathtub. And we took off our clothes. And she wiped us up. And she wiped herself. It was a mess. It was horrible. It was a horrible day. It was scary. It was scary. And um, that tornado was... Uh, started in Belvedere, then it went to Lake Zurich in Illinois, and then it then it finally arrived in Oak Pond, Evergreen Park, Southside area. And uh, they they noticed it in Joliet, but then it was heading that way. And then um, when the, the tornado was approaching, it hit a Pales Hills, and they knocked down all the trees and the telephone poles, and a lot of uh, homes damaged, and uh, they damaged the drive-in theater, which I think is the Starlight Theater in 95th and Ridgeland. It's, uh, now it's the Chicago Ridge Mall. And uh, after that, uh, the hardest hit area in Oakland was at 95th Street in Southwest High, where Oakland High School is. You know, I don't live too far from there, and uh, it just it it was devastating. It really was. It really was bad, and uh, it uh, damaged the uh, the high school and uh, surrounding buildings and all that. And I remember there was a Red Barn restaurant uh, across the street, 
And uh, I remember, people remember that. There's pictures of that on Facebook, if you could find them. There's a Facebook group called the Oakland 1967 Tornado, or Tornado 1967, whichever it is. And they just, and it uh, it killed people also at the Oakland Roller Rink. Yeah, that was at 90, uh, 92nd in Oakland, in Cicero, excuse me. And uh, there was a McDonald's across the street. Uh, that's been there for years, you know, but they remodeled it. But, yeah, it destroyed it. Yeah, it was bad. And then uh, the tornado just – and then it went uh, all the way down to my old neighborhood, South Shore, and then it went to Rainbow Beach. And it turned into as a water spout. And it caused um, – it destroyed 152 homes, damaged about a nine, 900, 1,000, and caused $50 million in damage, damages. And um, that was that was awful. Like that was terrible. And uh, I found a newspaper on eBay, I believe, and they had it was from the Chicago Daily News. They don't that ceased public uh, operation a long time ago, and I found that. But I also had a copy of the Chicago American newspaper. They covered that, and uh, it killed thirty three people. Devastating. That was devastating, yeah. And uh, people will never forget. You know, 1967 was a crazy year for weather because a few months prior was the blizzard, <laughs> you know, in January. Woo! Crazy. You know, that was unbelievable. Unbelievable year for weather-wise. And, uh, you know, to this day, people are still talking about it. They really are. That's it's, uh, catastrophic. Okay. Next up, I'm going to talk about uh, actor Robert Morse. And uh, he died April 2022. April 20th, that is, excuse me. And uh, he was born May 18, 1931. He was from Newton, Massachusetts. And uh, he was, uh, he did everything television, Broadway, movies, you know, mostly stage work. He did that. But a lot of people remember him from Mad Men. Uh, the later series, and I never seen the series. I want to maybe I'll buy the DVD. I want to watch that because it looks very interesting. And I, his character was Bertram Cooper. He played in that role. And um, my memories of him was a movie that he did, and they showed it on WGN TV Channel Nine in Chicago, called. Uh, I'll get it up. Always do that. A Guide for the Married Man. And the guy for the band came out in 1967, of course, and it starred Walter Matthau, Robert Morris, and uh, Inger Stevens. Uh, she's famous for The Farmer's Daughter. That was a TV show. Uh, tragically, she committed suicide in 1970. Very pretty lady. I remember watching the series on Channel 9, the reruns. I uh, wish they bring that back. And the, I don't want to spoil the movie, but this is uh, what, what the plot is that Walter Matthau's character saw. He witnesses uh, his friend cheating on his wife, and then he gives he t and he tell and and he gives the history of tactics of men how to commit adultery, <laughs> which is interesting. Like that, I don't know. I was a little kid when I watched it. It was very interesting. Like that. The good thing about this movie it had a lot of cameo appearances. A lot of actors were in this movie. Though you felt well known from television um, and movies, 
And uh, there was Lucille Ball. She was in that movie. And R. Carney played her husband. You know, you have uh, Lucy Ricardo or Lucy Carmichael with our, with Ed Norton. <laughs> that would have been it. I remember that. And uh, there was also Jack Benny, Polly Bergen, Sid Caesar, Wally Cox. Um, there was uh, Jane Mansfield, Louis Nye, Carl Reiner was in it, Phil, Sil- Phil Silvers, and a lot of them, a lot of actors. And it was good. It made uh, good box office receipts, did very well. And I watched this a few times. It was a very fun movie. And Robert Morris was good in that. I loved it. He was a very funny man. And uh, I remember from his appearances, I love American style. Yeah, he was in that. I remember that. And uh, but that movie, uh, I haven't seen it in years, and I like to see it again. If it's on TCM, I'll try to find it and record it. Other movies he did uh, that are well known uh, were was the Boatniks. That was that uh, Disney movie, and uh, did others like that. And uh, his famous role was uh, he did a for the uh, American Playhouse production. Of Turbin Capote, and uh, I never seen it, but I heard he uh, he was wonderful. He played that on Broadway. He did that. He was uh, amazing, from what I heard. Amazing, very talented man indeed. You know, and uh, I also yeah, he did a lot of television as well. Uh, what I remember one TV show he was in was Night Gallery, and that was an episode with Marmal. It was called Marmalade Wine. With Rudy Valley, it was a very short segment, and he was very good in that. And because they both stayed, they both started in a Broadway stage together, so that was like that. And uh, he also did the uh, cartoon voices and all that. And uh, so he was a uh, he was a very busy guy, and uh, unfortunately he died at the age of ninety. And they uh, lived a long life, and had five kids, so. Um, all the greats are gone. They're leaving us. So that's a shame. Okay. Next up, I will talk about Crown Books. Now, Crown Books, uh, when I posted this today, a lot of people uh, think it was in, from Chicago. Well, they had stores in Chicago. It was actually it was founded in Washington, D.C., and but it's uh, but it's spread in Chicago and other parts of the country like wildfire. So, and it was a very good company, you know, very good bookstore. I liked it a lot, you know, and uh, you know, it was very uh, not expensive, not really, not like Crocs and Bertanos, which was located in Wabash and you know, on Wabash Avenue in, in Chicago in the Loop, also B Dalton, and then Borders came. Barnes and Nobles. Uh, Barnes and Nobles is still there, thank God. Love bookstores. Anyway, uh, Crown Books was uh, founded by a man named Robert Heft, and he borrowed it from his father, Herbert Heft. And uh, he, they were under an umbrella of a company like Track Auto, Shoppers Food Warehouse, and Dark Drug. They're East Coast chains like that. And his campaigns, um, Robert Half would be sitting, uh, you remember the commercial for his advertising? He was sitting in a large stack of books saying, books book, books cost too much. You know, like that. And uh, it was a hit. 
you know, they grew and grew. And then they opened in Chicago, probably in the 80s, I would imagine. And uh, they not only Crown Books, they had the Super Crown Books. And that uh, supplemented a lot of greeting cards, computer software, GIF items, not just books, you know. But Crown Books just had books. And uh, so that took off. And I remember I had the locations of that. But I will go into that in a second because uh, I found a commercial that shows Robert Haft. And it's a commercial from 1987, and he is uh, the spokesman for Crown Books. So here we go. Books cost too much, so I opened Crown Books. Now you'll never have to pay full price again. A Day in the Life of America or the Soviet Union, both amazing photographic achievements from the world's best photographers, just $25.97 each. And The Wall, an intensely emotional book with powerful photographs, a moving testimony to Vietnam veterans, just 1622. We have over 10,000 books to browse through and hundreds of magazines. So remember, if you paid full price, you didn't buy it at Crown Books. Okay, I am back, everyone. I hope you enjoyed the commercial for Crown Books. Uh, I want to tell you something funny. When I see, uh, you know, what's his name? Robert Haft. I forgot his name. Isn't that terrible? <laughs> So, uh, Robert, you know who he reminds me of? He reminds me of that actor, Adrian Zemed, from T.J. Hooker. You know, he's got the hair and the face, you know. Adrian Zemed is a wonderful actor. I like him a lot. You know, he's from Chicago. And uh, so uh, he's got the 80s hair, you know, like the dynasty era, you know, era that is, excuse me. And, uh, you know, there's a picture of me flowing around the house. That I look just like that with that hair. I'm going to find it one day. Maybe post on Facebook. It's kind of funny. Anyway, uh, back to Crown Books. Uh, I found an ad, and it showed the um, the locations at the time. And this was from November 22nd, 1994. And uh, I will read of the locations in Chicago that are Crown Books, okay? And it's, uh, I'll go real quick. There was Buffalo Grove, Deerfield, Evanston, Hardwood Heights, Highland Park, Lake Zurich, Mount Prospect, Niles, North Riverside, Round Lake, and uh, at the Tui uh, at the Eden's Expressway, West Dundee. West West was Bloomingdale, Downers, Downers Park, was Downers Grove, I believe. Elmhurst, Hinsdale, Hoffman Estates, Naperville, Western Springs, and Wheaton. Southside was uh, Calumet City, Chicago Ridge. Homewood, Madison, Oakland. I'm sure there was Crown Books at Chicago Ridge Mall. And I remember the one in Oakland that was at 87th and Cicero. I remember that. And in Chicago, in the city, there was an old town, Six Corners. Uh, then it was at 201 West Jackson Street and 309 West Washington and 26 North Wabash. So that was near uh, Crown Books. It was very near uh, uh, B. Dalton and Crockett Patanos. Now, the Super Crown, there weren't that many locations, so I'm going to read them off. Uh, there was Arlington Heights, Skokie, Vernon Hills, uh, Donata Square, that's in Wheaton, Downers Grove, so they got two of them, Downers Grove, Naperville, River Forest, Schomburg, Orland Park, I remember that store, D- um, Diversity, I don't know where in Diversity, probably near Lakeview, I guess, and Clyburn and Sheffield, 
And in the loop, it was 105 South Wabash, another one, and uh, at the LaSalle Bank building downtown. Okay, so that's it. Anyway, uh, so, uh, you know, it became very successful, very rare. And then all of a sudden, uh, everything fell apart. And uh, there was a divorce between uh, Robert Half's father, Herbert, and his wife. And uh, so uh, Robert was against his dad. So that's probably what happened. He was with his mom. And he tried to uh, replace him as head of the Crown Books. And uh, that went on for about a year between the fall of 1993 to the summer of 94. Oh, boy, that was bad. And then he was fired. And then uh, he was gone. And then uh, apparently they uh, closed the stores later on, probably late 90s. You know, it wasn't the same anymore. And they went to court for the divorce, and then they sued, and then they countersue, and they were, what a mess. It was like, ugh. You know, and then uh, they filed for bankruptcy. Again, uh, and then... Uh, they emerged from bankruptcy in 1997. Then it went back to 98 for bankruptcy by another uh, company. And they closed all those stores and they replaced them with uh, other, other type of bookstores. I don't remember which one. So, and uh, so they were gone. And then uh, the liquidation was done uh, in July, 2001. So that was that, that was that. You know, not anymore. And uh, and then uh, around t- 2001, there was a private bookseller called AMS Booksellers, and they bought the name, the Crown Books, and they applied it to some of the stores, but uh, that didn't last long, you know. And then uh, and then Books a Million uh, took over some, and they're still around, and there's a few like that, and uh, that was that. That was the end of the uh, Crown Books. That's a shame. It really was. As for Robert Haft, uh, he uh, became an entrepreneur in healthcare, and uh, I, you know, he's keeping a low profile. You don't see him around, you know. And uh, he's like a nice guy. He really does. I guess he got in, got into a web of deceit and. Uh, what a mess it really was. So that's a shame. It really was. Okay. So like I said before, I love the store. I really did. I bought a lot of, I bought a few books from there. You know, the one at 87th and Cicero, also at Chicago Regional. Maybe that. They had some great titles, really, and discount prices, just like uh, he said on the commercials. Okay. So that'll be all for today. Uh, I talked about the 55th anniversary of the 1967 Oakland tornado. I talked about actor Robert Morris and I talked about Crown Books and thing. So that's a wrap up for episode 123. Uh, thank you for joining me. This is Pico Stanis, your host. I'm going to spend, uh, I will publish this uh, episode soon. I'm going to spend the day uh, recuperating, resting, that is, and celebrating Easter with my family. It's going to be a beautiful day. Really was. So uh, the next podcast episode will be sometime next week. We'll see. 
So again, this is Van Chicago Land Stories, the podcast. Uh, everyone have a good night, a good day, and I will talk to you soon. And here's Ray Rayner with a little traveling music saying bye-bye, everybody. So long. Take care. We have to go. Bye, bye, bye.